Hello everyone, thank you for coming to another episode of Dad's Beards Nerds Reviews, the extra content you never knew you needed, but always knew you wanted. Now let's get into the review. Destiny 2 Shadowkeep started a huge overhaul in the Destiny franchise. It marks the move from Battle.net to Steam, the launch of New Light, the free version of Destiny 2, but most importantly, a whole new chunk of content. Shadowkeep starts off with you going back to the moon to help out Eris Morn, a character we haven't seen since the Taken King. In classic Eris fashion, she is really creepy and has questionable motives, but we know one thing, she wants to stop the nightmares. Nightmares are new, well, old enemies, and by that I mean ghosts of enemies that we've already beat. The first thing that happens is we run into a nightmare of Crota, the raid boss from Crota's End in Destiny 1. Suddenly, Gaul and the Fanatic appear, enemies we defeated in the main story of Destiny 2 and Forsaken respectively. And for the first time, you can tell Eris and your Guardian experience something new, fear. The story is about four to six hours long, depending on how much exploring and side stuff you do. And while the story is good, it's not really the best thing in the expansion. The best things are Eris Morn and the moon itself. As the story plays out on the moon, there are a lot of old areas and even bosses from Destiny 1, like Fogoth and Omnigal and, like I said earlier, even Crota. Mixed in with a few new areas of the moon we've never explored, and new enemies, for that matter. Even old areas have been revamped, or have these ghosts of fallen guardians. And I don't mean ghosts in the normal Destiny way, I mean a creepy red faceless ghost that honestly scared me the first time I saw them. The new areas on the moon are mainly based around this new spire that the Hive were building while the Guardians weren't there. It's a neat aesthetic that I'm not really used to from the moon, let alone Destiny. The moon has always been a monotone gray, but this bright red new Hive structure is protected by Hive in a new red armor. In the story, you can really tell Eris is struggling to maintain what's left of her sanity and humanity. Morla Gordana, the voice of Eris, did an amazing job truly displaying how twisted Eris is becoming and bothered by everything that's going on on the moon. She's talking to these ghosts of her fallen teammates that appear around her, and you can tell that she is not okay. Other than new location and story, there are a few other huge changes made with the launch of Shadowkeep. The first and most important change is the Armor 2.0 system. Armor 2.0 is an overhaul to the armor system that adds more stats to your armor to really let you build how you want and what's best for your stats overall. It's really the biggest step Bungie has made into making the game more of an RPG, and it's kind of complicated at first, but the gear page does explain what all the new numbers on your gear are and what they do. For example, you only had three stats on your armor before, now you have six, and you can upgrade your armor to be able to equip up to four mods, anywhere from take less damage from nightmares to reduced SMG recoil. It's pretty cool how in-depth you can get 
and how much you can upgrade your armor and equip mods to really make your guardian your own. The next big thing is a season pass added to Destiny 2. And I don't mean a season pass like you buy and you have all the DLC. It's more like a battle pass. It runs for the season of play, so for this one, it's the season of Undying. And there are 100 tiers, and it has both free and paid rewards to these tiers. So people who are playing Destiny 2, either New Light or Shadowkeep, can earn new loot by leveling up. Each season will have a different pass, and you don't have to buy it to keep playing in Shadowkeep. But if you want all the gear, you got to get the pass. And personally, through playing, I can tell you it levels up pretty fast. They have a weekly modifier called Well Rested that the first five levels level up faster. And then after that, it slows down. But after one week, I'm already level 20-something in the season pass. Now, for... The endgame of Shadowkeep is exactly what you would expect from Destiny. Strikes, Gambit, Crucible, and the new raid. As well as the new mode called Vex Offensive. The new strikes are pretty fun. One of them has you ascend the Spire I mentioned earlier to face the daughter of Oryx, Hashladun, in a surprisingly small area. It's a lot of fun, and not normally what Bungie does for a strike at all. It's actually the polar opposite. Normally for a strike, you have a range that you can shoot them. They go immune. They disappear. You fight ads. This time around, it's the boss comes out. You, you attack it. Yes, it does go immune. But that's because you have to fight these other nightmares to get these orbs that allow you to damage her. Which I think is a lot of fun. Might be the best raid i uh, not raid excuse me strike i've played so far the new crucible maps are your normal multi-lane maps that were really built for control but work in any mode this new mode called vex offensive is a lot of fun but it's really really hectic what it is is it's three rounds essentially of you Wiping out the Vex, then completing this objective of destroying these floating oracles. You do that, and then you fight a boss. The best thing about this is it's short while hectic, but it's incredibly rewarding with its loot. You get, I believe, a guarantee to four legendary drops a run. So you can very easily get all of the armor and the four weapons fast as well as you can buy the bounties through an in-game currency that you unlock through playing vex offensive from ikora and then the raid went live on the fifth i haven't had a chance to try the raid i plan on trying it as soon as possible but when i do it'll be a topic on dbn prime make sure you check that one out Overall, Destiny 2 Shadowkeep really blends the best of Destiny 1 and Destiny 2 with a story that also lays the groundwork for the future of the franchise. And the future is bright. Or is it? I guess you'll have to play the story to find out what I mean by that. But seriously, 
It is fun for Destiny players, and while it leans heavily on Destiny 1's stories of Crota's End and Taken King because of Aeris Morn, new fans brought in by New Light would enjoy it, but they may have to do a little bit of research first.